What is up, beloveds? Happy Sunday, or whenever you're getting around to listening to this episode. I am your girl, Belle Fit, and today, (laughs) Sunday Bible Study is about to be off the chain. I have so many downloads. I really do need to pray again to make sure I get this word across, to make sure that it grants insight to the hearer to make sure it resonates with you. Okay, so let's bow our heads before we slay this Sunday word. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your ungrafted word, for the scripture that would bring us into a place of knowledge and sound wisdom. We thank you for continuing to mentor us, to lead us and guide us in the ways we should go. I ask that you would reduce me, Lord, and that you would have dominion over the words of my mouth. Allow the meditation of my heart to be acceptable in your sight as an oracle to your truth. Please forgive me and forgive us of our many sins. We are blemished. We are imperfect. But we are still striving earnestly to be your disciples, to be doers of the word, not just hearers. Remove anything that would distract us from receiving this word now. Help us to be in a posture receptive to understanding and discernment. Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus Christ over each and every listener on this podcast. We are trusting you to provide us with our essential needs. We thank you for being our deliverer, our eternal Savior, for being our healer, for being our victory. As we extend our hands and our hearts towards you in this moment, we ask that you bless us with the gift of your Holy Spirit. Refine our minds. Empower our hearts. Enlarge our capacity to receive your truth today. All these things I say in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. All right, believers, let's get into this word. Now, lately I have been meditating on the King James Version. So this is going to be the King James Version of Isaiah chapter 30. I'm going to start at verse 15. Again, Isaiah chapter 30, verse 15. And I more than likely will stop around 23. I'm not going to promise you... (laughs) that that's where I'm going to stop. But 
you know, I like to get in and get out. I don't like to be too elaborate um, on getting these words out to you. I want you to understand it. I want you to receive it. I want you to extrapolate the lesson and move on with your mother lifting life. Okay, so (laughs) once again, that's Isaiah chapter 30. We're going to start at verse 15. So here goes it. For thus saith the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest shall ye be saved, in quietness and in confidence shall be your strength. And ye would not, but ye said, No, for we will flee upon horses, therefore shall ye flee, and we will ride upon the swift. Therefore shall they that pursue you be swift. One thousand shall flee at the rebuke of one. At the rebuke of five shall ye flee, till ye be left as a beacon upon the top of a mountain, and as an inseam on a hill. And therefore will the Lord wait, that he may be gracious unto you, And therefore will he be exalted, that he may have mercy upon you. For the Lord is a God of judgment. Blessed are all they that wait for him. I'm actually just going to stop there for now, because I feel like there was so much to unpack in that one. So here's the thing about our God. He wants to deliver you. He is there waiting. It even says it right here. And therefore will the Lord wait that he may be gracious unto you. What is he waiting for? He's waiting for you to trust in him. He is waiting for you to repent and rest and be still and be quiet and put your hope in him. Let's go back to verse 15. For thus saith the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning, in another version will say repentance and rest shall ye be saved. How many times Because I know this happens to me on a regular basis. And I have to remember that supposedly I gave Jesus the wheel. (laughs) I can't be the one trying to deliver my mother left and self. I don't have the authority or the sovereignty to do that. Right. But how many times do we get in situations and that's just life, different predicaments, will occur and instead of waiting for the Lord instead of trusting in God we try to put our faith in our intellect in ourselves in our finances even you know you hope your money is going to save you from different things it won't (laughs) 
Money gives us options, but it does not guarantee deliverance. When I was struggling with alcoholism, money could not save me. (laughs) No matter how much I made, money could not save me. How many times do you put your faith, your hope in others, in actual people who fall short of God's glory every single day? Though these people may have good intentions, they do not have supremacy. They can't deliver you. They may be able to help. They may be able to put a band-aid on a permanent problem, but they can't heal you. So that's why God is waiting for us to realize, yo, when you are done spinning your wheels and you come to the end of yourself, because I'm waiting for you to come to me because I am all powerful. I'm omnipotent, omnipresent. I know what you need even before you need it. (laughs) All powerful all the time. That is our God. So I am waiting on you to surrender. To give up this fighting, this striving to do things in your own power and authority. And I'm waiting for you to trust and lean on me. And so many times it's uncomfortable because it really requires us do nothing. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations because I get glory when I deliver you. I am the glory in your story. So how many times when you're facing different trials and tribulations, how many times do you actually get still? Instead of trying to be Mr. or Mrs. Fix-It. You know, sometimes the problem doesn't have the capacity to be the solution. (laughs) Like, yo, I got myself in this. Um... I can't really save myself because it was my intellect that got me here, (laughs) right? It was my genius choices that got me here. It was my failure to act or my failure to do nothing and wait patiently for that which is perfect. And that which is perfect only comes from God. And let me tell you about him. He is an on-time God. He doesn't come prematurely. He doesn't come when you first start experiencing symptoms of anxiety, nervousness, restlessness. He's like, no, I still got you. I will come at the 11th hour, but (laughs) that's going to require you wait on me. And be confident in me, in my strength. That's going to require you succumb your plans for my promise. Can you give that up? 
that sense of control that you have? Can you allow me to manifest your best? When you come to the end of yourself, I will be here. So stop just spinning your wheels just because you're in the world and you feel this need to respond and react and to constantly be in motion, it's in stillness and in quietness that you will find me. And when you find me, what you will also discover and uncover is insight, revelation. You see, if you don't know what to do, that's an indication for you to do nothing. How many times do you sabotage yourself? Because you don't know what to do, so you just fabricate anything. <laughs> let me try this. Okay, let me make an option B. <laughs> that didn't work. Let me concoct an option C. That was an epic fail, right? <laughs> so God is like, yo. Until I give you the insight, until I open the door, I need you to be still and do nothing. I don't need help from you. I love you, but I don't need you to be my personal assistant. (laughs) I am the creator of knowledge. At the right time, I will either deliver you or I will give you the wisdom so you can deliver yourself. But until I give you that in rest and repentance in stillness and quietness is your salvation. Do nothing but be confident in me. Do nothing besides celebrate me. Do nothing besides amplify my loyalty my faithfulness over your life. Because when you look back, you will see I am never late. I never fail. I am an innovator, a master creator. I will make a way for you. But do you trust me, boo? Or... Do you gravitate towards these idols? Do you feel more confident in money, in silver and gold and all these perishable things? You see, I am the creator. Don't trust in my creations. (laughs) Trust in me. There is nothing in this world that's not mine. So if you trust in me, you will trust in my ability, in my resources, in my endless capacity. How many times do you get advice from the wrong person? And maybe you take that advice. Was this person omniscient? No. (laughs) They counseled you on the level they were able to. 
because you were eager for some type of solution. God says, be eager for nothing, but in all things. Praise me. Give me your supplication. And when you pray to me, know that it's already done. At the right time, I will deliver you. I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you, not harm you. I have plans for you. My plans do not return void. What I have spoken over your life, it will come to pass. The promises, the covenant that I have in the world for you are yes and amen. So when you face these trials and these tribulations, I need you to heed me, not anyone else, not your intellect, not your savings account. You see, some trust in horses and in chariots, but those that wait on the Lord, they will renew their strength. They will mount up on wings as eagles. So I need you to rest and just trust in me. I want to ask you right now, what are you trusting in? Because if it's anything other than God, it will at some point fail you. If it's anything other than God, you will have anxiety if it's anything other than God at some point you will be disappointed who are you waiting for see God is instantaneous man he knows the moment the essential moment to meet your necessity. He will not have you lack any good thing. He will sustain you because you're his. You're his beloved child. He has not forgotten you. He will not forsake you. There are some things you are able to do in your own power. But when you don't know what to do, when you have exhausted yourself, your resources, you have to know your father. He has already established your deliverance. Can you trust him? His ways are so much higher than our ways. His thoughts far above our thoughts. Further (laughs) 
than the spans of the heavens above the earth. I mean, he thinks and it is. And guess what? He's always thinking of you. Your walls are always before him. Your dwellings. Your to and your fro. Your needs. What you're lacking. Your dreams, your hopes, your desires. He knows everything. And he knows the trials and the tribulations that you are facing. He doesn't ask for much. He asks for you to repent and rest and get quiet and be still. Will you allow the Lord to be your strength and sovereign help? Will you allow him to be your mentor? Will you allow yourself to rest in the refuge of his promises, of his everlasting love, of his perfect track record? Our father don't lose. The battle is not yours, it's mine, saith the Lord. And he that is in you has overcome the world. So all you have to do is wait on the one who lives within you. At the right time, you will see his salvation. He does not fail. So with that said, what are you trusting in? And who are you waiting for? I love you guys so very much and I need you to know, Father loves you too. There is nothing you could experience today or tomorrow that he won't lay a solution to. Trust, wait, pray, give thanks. It's already done. Happy Sunday, or whenever you get around to listening to this. I love you guys so very much. Keep sharing the podcast with anyone you think could benefit from our supplication, motivation, and my sporadic conversation. We are in 25 countries and growing. We're actually approaching our one year anniversary. So thank you for being a believer and an achiever. God bless you, always in fitness, health, and in spiritual wealth. I am your girl, Belle Fit, and we are the Black Sheep Believers. I'll talk to you soon. Ciao.